Stone just went through every single team by division in the NFL, wrote on a piece of paper all the backup quarterbacks. Who 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 would you have traded that's better than Zach Wilson? If you're the Jets, if you're if you're uh Joe uh Joe what's his face? I didn't say who was better. I just said who are you trading for? Yeah. Like Douglas. And and uh yeah, Joe Douglas, thank you. Sleepy Joe. And he uh speaking of Sleepy Joe, by the way, the the president version of Sleepy yeah. Joe, he sat down with the with the president of China yesterday. Mm. Okay. Um uh G. Okay. I didn't want to take a stab at it. And Joe Biden, apparently, this is according to the press pool. Joe Biden wished G's wife an early happy birthday. It's next week. They share the same birthday. Mm. And according to the press report, the press pool, the U.S. press pool, the Chinese president said that he was embarrassed because he's been working so hard he forgot his wife's birthday is next week. Joe Biden, he's a dog. He does what he does, man. He's a dog. Why would the president come with that voluntary information that he forgot if it was next week? Yeah, why would he say that? Why would he admit that? Well, he... I I don't know. That's a great question. kind of stupid. That is a dumb... And I don't want to start anything, an international incident, but if if you're a, a citizen of China... President, that was dumb. That was dumb. That was real dumb. Yeah, that was bad. real dumb. That's a bad move. I, I, you can't, you can't admit that you forgot your wife's birthday is next week. But hey, Sleepy Joe still got it. Yeah, he still got it. He's a dog. He's up for that one. Um, he just looked on his hand. It was written. His well, no, birthday. they share the same birthday. If he can't remember his birthday, <laughs> that's sad. I don't I, know. It shows that someone uh, gave him a, a little bit of a heads up, and apparently, like she was real pleased with it. Oh yeah. So in conclusion, we're going to war. Joe Biden, the people pleaser, man. We're going to war. That's Good, job. Right. Good job, Sleepy Joe. Well yeah. done, man. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, oh, this piece of paper. So I just started circling a bunch of quarterbacks that are better options uh, and who the Jets should have traded for. So, But then Stone's like, you can't do this, can't do this, yeah. can't do this. So we did this whole thing, and then we couldn't pick anybody. Yeah, like, he, I didn't understand the point what, of that exercise. It was a point, It was like a, um, a rhetorical exercise. It was, because it's harder than it looks. You can't just circle a guy and go and get him. But the guys we circled, you, you said yeah. we can't go get them. And my leader in the clubhouse is Davis Mills with Houston. Let's go. And that's a great Bring pick. Bring in the neck. But why'd you circle Jarrett Stidham? Because he's better than Zach better. Wilson. Yeah, why'd you, it, he is. It, but it's, it's not. I, I think he may be better than Zach Wilson, too, but that's not like the, the how it works. You know, why He's not? better. Let's go get him, coach. Why not? All why right, not? let's why do not? Let's pay a million. Hey, hey guys, here's a. He's a better quarterback than Zach. Okay, put him on our team. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's, that's, yes, that's, yeah, that's exactly how it works. But, that's but just so, not how it works. That's exactly how it works. That's how it worked with the Vikings. There are there are things you have to go through. Like there what? are things you have to learn. Like the losing, losing a lot. Yeah. The coaching relations. There are things. There are steps to this. You mm. can't you see. Why did you circle? Uh, maybe this was a mistake. Uh, did you circle Kyle Trask. Yep. <laughs> I thought you might have missed with the pen. No, no uh, I firmly believe Kyle Trask could go in and be more formidable than Zach Wilson. I believe that. Challenging your guy for a starting job in, in Tampa Bay. It was a fake challenge, right? It was playing fake quarterback battles. Uh, why this? Uh, hmm. Let me. I don't know if this is an error as well. C.J. Bethard. Yeah. Give me Bethard. Give me the Beth man. Okay. See now this one. This one's the tough Bethard to argue. Man. The Bethard man. The Bethard man. Yeah. Last but not least, Brian Hoyer. Yeah. I mean, okay, at that point, so, you could have gone and uh, gotten Aiden O'Connell, and that would have been a better option. So hold on. 
name your guy because because remember you're I go- circled Jacoby Brissett. No, no. I circled three out of the thirty two yeah. guys that I had listed. I would have circled, circled him too. Jacoby Brissett, yes. Jameis Winston, and Drew Locke are the only no ones. No Teddy that I Bridgewater. No Teddy Bridgewater. Okay, so name this the guy that you're ridiculous. going with. Name the guy because you you gave all those little. Uh, 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 DJ Bethard and all that. So name your guy for the start. Who's the starting quarterback for the Jets? Are you related Wait. to Joe Douglas? Zach Wilson. Oh, he doesn't get a dumb voice? No, Zach Wilson gets <laughs> Zach the dumbest Wilson. of dumbest voices. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So that, and our only uh, point is that these guys are better than him. So, yes, this will be an my improvement. My point is, I'm done with this, but my point is not that they're better or oh, worse. No, we'll let you know when you're done with this, Stone. <laughs> they're, they're not better or worse. That's not the argument being made because that's not how it works in any world, in any realm. He's better. Well, go make him our quarterback. Nope. There's like 400 things you got to do before making a guy your quarterback. That's true. But you know what? What, what has worked every single – oh, he does kind of look – Joe like, Douglas looks like Stone. Is Stone LeBanalith related to Joe Douglas? You are – this is this – is, Don't do this. This is the crux of this entire show. This is why the pushback oh from Stone God. when it comes to Zach Wilson and not making a move. He is related to Joe Douglas. That's he looks awkward. just like Joe Douglas. Joe Douglas Stone? is Stone with a, a beard. Let me get a picture of it. we got to put this on this social media. This is stunning. On. We have gotten to the bottom of this. Joe Douglas and Stone Lebanowitz are related by blood, and Stone feels family loyalty to defend who I'm assuming is an uncle of his, Joe <laughs> Douglas, and that's why we've come to this annoying stalemate so many times today about the Jets quarterback situation. And now there's a picture of Joe Douglas without a beard, oh my and that's God. Stone. That That's stone. legit stone. That's stone. The genetics, it's undeniable. He's way too girthy. It's undeniable. The genetics are the same. Stone is Joe Douglas. Joe Douglas is stone. Theo, we we have we have gotten to the bottom of this, and we will put out on social media how we've gotten to this point today where it's a constant battle wow. between you and me and Stone about the well-being of the Jets quarterback situation and why Stone appears to be going out of his way yeah. to defend the lack of movement from the Jets front office. Is It's because Joe Douglas and Stone are related. I, I it's knew, undeniable. I knew there were burner accounts on Twitter. But has AI gotten so good that we've got a Joe Douglas burner right in front of us and Stone Labanowitz? A doppelganger? What is happening it's right now? It's not a doppelganger. You're his burner. It's you're a, his personal burner. Yeah. It's a family. You can't be a doppelganger when you're family. Yeah. That's Uncle Joe. <laughs> that, that is Uncle Joe. Sleepy That's Uncle Joe. Sleepy Uncle What's Joe. What's it like at the barbecues, like at the picnics that you guys do? Uh, based on those pictures, eating. <laughs> yeah, he's a little too big. I, I don't yeah, know which side. Eating. My mom's side, my dad's side. I'm not sure. He's good at the barbecue, man. He's Creepy a good guy. Uncle. He's a good guy. Smart good guy. guy. A lot of money. Oh. Dresses well. This this is damning. I'm glad we got to the bottom of this, this though. I think so that much. does put an end to the conversation because now we get it. That whole circling a quarterback exercise we just did was pointless because uh, ultimately the bottom line is he's just defending a family member. He's a family member. He's defending his guy, his uncle. His uncle who used to slip him $20 at every Thanksgiving. Yep. And now he's returning the Go favor. Go buy yourself some comic books, kid. Theo circled That's what Carson Wentz. Yeah, because Carson Wentz is an applicable answer. He's better no, than Joe we are already on to you. He we was, are already on to you. You don't have to go back to the sheet of paper. We know you're related to Joe Douglas. Carson Wentz was eating Cheetos last week, and you're willing to... That's incredible. Um, it's, it's true, though. Let's see here. Who and what kind of treat, too? Is it like flaming Hot Cheetos? Because, yeah. doesn't matter. Um, let me tell everybody real quick. 
Uh, can you uh, can 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 you uh, Stone? While I'm uh, telling people about the virtues of EDS air conditioning, can you get a uh, hip hop beat ready? Yeah. EDS is yes. EDSairconditioning.com. They're a train comfort specialist. It's hard to stop a train. They've been doing it since 2006. They are family owned and operated, and they are servicing as they have been for years and years and years, Palm Beach County and the surrounding areas. Uh, I know that over the last couple of days, a lot of people's homes have taken on a lot of wind, a lot of water. Uh, monitor that AC unit. Monitor that AC unit. Just make sure that things didn't get a little mucked up because of uh, this. I mean, this was a tropical storm. This was a high-end tropical storm without a name that we went through the last two days. In 20 years, I haven't seen anything like this. No name. Give the storm a name. Like This was a legit tropical storm. It deserves a name, like Norbert or something. I don't know where we were at on the whole list. Uh, I'm just making that up. Um, but Norbit. Norbit. Uh, but, but make sure you're checking that AC unit and... Uh, if you have mold issues, air quality issues in your home, EDS can handle that as well. Get yourself an air quality check. Uh, plumbing needs, EDS. EDS is yes. EDSairconditioning.com. EDSairconditioning.com. EDS is yes. EDS is yes. That's EDSairconditioning.com. Uh, over the weekend, college football, Mizzou, <laughs> Mizzou, I just saw the photo of uh, Joe Douglas and Stone. Um, <laughs> Mizzou. <laughs> you tweeted it. On Twitter at the old yeah. TV. Now, what we can do is actually get the actual photo of Joe Douglas, too, and go split yeah, screen with Stone. That's impromptu. pretty good, though. I like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's impromptu. It's just in the moment. It's raw. Right. Go check out at the Dorsey TV on social media on Twitter. Uh, you'll see how we know Stone is related to Joe Douglas and why he's defending the Jets so hard today. They both look good. All it took was a little bit of uh, investigative metal. All right. So, uh, Tennessee lost to Mizzou over the weekend. And. Uh, after the game, Eli Drinkwitz, the very loquacious, mouthy head coach, cocky head coach of the Mizzou Tigers, uh, he went up to Josh Heupel, the Tennessee head coach. Apparently, Stone, there's beef between these two guys. I suppose. I don't know why. Like I was where. reading, apparently, there's beef, but Eli Drinkwitz talks a lot of smack for being he the always, head coach of Mizzou. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and he's, kind of a, he's just kind of a dork, right? He's just kind of a dork. And Heupel's been big on... Just let the four teams from the SEC, the four best teams in the SEC, go compete for a playoff. Like yeah. Leave everybody else out of it. I think As if Tennessee thinks, is one of the four best teams in the SEC. <laughs> right, I think, jo- right. I think he thinks Josh thinks he's on a higher now, pedestal. I, I get it. Keep in mind, Eli Drinkwitz is the same guy who earlier in the season, uh, he said that uh, he would love for his quarterback to date his daughter if his daughter was of age, right? Yes. That was the same Eli Drinkwitz. Yes, it yeah. was. Yeah. His, his daughter is like in middle school or uh, elementary yeah, yeah, school? Yeah, yeah, not yeah. even close to yeah. of age. Yeah, very bizarre stuff from Eli Drinkwitz. Quirky guy. So he was mic'd up, and after the game, uh, he went to midfield uh, to meet with Josh Heupel and uh, listen to uh, to this exchange by Eli Drinkwitz, who is very white, very white. That's important in context. Yes. Eli Drinkwitz going to midfield, and this exchange happened with Josh Heupel. Yep. We're standing on business, Josh. Missouri We're standing on business. Standing on business, Eli Drinkwitz, a man named Eli Drinkwitz, by the way, dropped a standing on business to Josh Heupel. Let's hear that one more time. Very white, very southern, yes. Eli Drinkwitz. Yep. We're standing on business, Josh. Missouri wins the... It is my firm belief now that Eli Drinkwitz has said standing on business, it's dead. Uh, it has been killed. It is no longer a term that was born and bred by the culture. Yeah. It has now been whiteified to the point that it's dead. See, I want to push back on this. 
because standing on business. And you say it so well. Yeah, we stand on a bit. As like, as a man who uh, who is the 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 lone representative, yes, um, of of black culture on this show, and we all we are we all on this show are very supportive of black culture, but only one man is qualified to represent black culture on this show. It is Theo. The way you say that, Theo, I mean it's superb. One more time, please. Standing on bin. I mean, that's not how it sounded when Eli Drinkwood said it. We'll put it that way. Yeah, I mean it's just. It's supposed to flow off the tongue. It's supposed to feel good. And, and when and when Drake and and, and and Drewski popularized the phrase and it's come out, it's so good. You would hate to think that a guy like Eli Drinkwitz can tank it. I think it's going to take a little bit more than Eli Drinkwitz. Well, what I want to do, though, uh, there are several terms, several words within the culture, from yeah. the culture, yeah. uh, that because, because the culture is just infinitely cool, white people like myself latch on. Now, I think we can agree in this room, yes, Stone's white, yes, I'm white, but I'm the whitest of white on this show. You're probably, yeah, I mean, Stone played college football, was in a lot of locker rooms and yeah. whatnot, and yeah. was submersed, I'm sure, a lot in, in the culture here. Yeah, it's a given. It's a given. Now, Ken. I mean, I, I've been immersed in the culture yeah. a lot, too, but I am. Voice of FAU. I just think genetically, um, just uh, socially, I'm the whitest person possible in this room, right? You, so yeah. I want, I want to. <laughs> you didn't even have to. You didn't yeah. even say. You got to qualify. Yeah. Like we know. His we name's know. Stone. I mean, it, that, it's yeah. like yeah, it's, right. It so, so for me, I think we need to put some of these terms and words to the test. Like I think that that Eli Drinkwitz is so sullied, standing on business that we need to kill it. It's dead now. It's mm. dead. He killed it for everybody. Can we hear it one more time? Can we hear it one more time? Eli Drinkwitz with his version of standing on business. Yep. We stand on business, John. God, I hate that. God, I hate that. Um, here, let's let's do this. Stone, can you give me can you what I want you to do is you're you're gonna play a hip hop beat. All right, we're gonna set the mood. Yeah. And then when I tell you to cut it off, and I'm gonna stand I'm gonna say the term or the word, and then we're gonna judge if it has to die. If it can withstand whiteness, mm. then it stays. But some of these things might have to die. Okay? Um so so let's just Eli Drinkwood said it. Let's see me, the whitest person in this room, if standing on business can survive yes. the white test. All right? So, Stone, when I tell you. And cut. Standing on business. Can we hear it one more time? Sure. <clears throat> Music, please. Standing on business. I didn't do it it's not. Ooh. See, it doesn't. It, it doesn't hold up like you thought it. Yeah, did. it's not. You gotta go a lot quicker. One more time. Okay. Standing on business. <laughs> there's too much emphasis on the ing. Oh, there's too much uh, standing on business. You don't finish any of the words. Yeah, you not none of the words are, are meant to be finished. It's supposed to flow. All right, let's try another one. Okay. What's it, what's another one that I should try here, Theo? Um, here's one that is is an example of particularly what just happened. It's not given. Uh, one more time. It's not given. Okay. It's not given. Okay. It's just like how you're standing on business. Uh huh. It wasn't given. It's not given. It's not given. Okay. Let's try. It's not given. Hmm. Same problem as last time. Jeez. It's like there's the... It's not in my vernacular to be able to, to, to make it as smooth as Theo okay. does. Like, it's not natural for me. I speak how I speak. Can, we, can I try that one more time? 
It's not given. That's not bad. That was closer. All right. That was a All lot right. closer. We, let, We're getting closer. Let's do another one. Let's, okay. so, so maybe that withstands whiteness better yeah. than, than standing on business. It's not giving is, you know what? We're going to give that a pass. Okay. All right. That, 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 that survives. That, that survives totally. for the culture. It's a All right. Pass. My All right. guy, whiteness cannot kill that. Yes. All right. All right. What else? My guy, Kate, said, tell Ken to lean in harder, man. He's, he's rooting for you. <laughs> I, I, and Kate I appreciate is, the yes. support. I, I want more effort as well. Like, like Kate you, come on. has like, spoken. Come on. I appreciate the support. Yes. I just, I don't want to be a poser. Yes, you know, you can. like I, you can't. I, I, I have a tough time between being. Po- I, I don't want to. What are they? Uh, code switching. Yes. that's the last thing I want to be. You don't want to. Uh, I don't want to do that. You don't, don't want to be appropriating. You don't want to be. Yeah, just, right. Yeah, I don't want to be appropriating yeah, yeah. the whole thing. Right. So stay so true to yourself. If, if if it can still work when I am saying it, if it can withstand that whiteness, then it can survive. All right. What else should I do? All right. Oh, no music for me, right? Okay. You're not catching me, Lack. <laughs> Don't go your, it's you. <laughs> you ain't catching me, Lack. You ain't catching me, Lacking. He thought about it. He it, he overthought it. He was there. Yeah, yeah he was. He was. Just, yeah, <sighs> yeah. We're on radio. Little, yeah. if you you know what's going on? The there. ain't. The got, ain't. Got the little Lowry's on there. Can I try one more? Say it, it one more time, Theo. You ain't catching me lacking. Okay. Parlay you and You eight. ain't. You ain't catching me lacking. Alright, so like it's one word? Yeah. Yep. All right. You ain't doing that. <laughs> you ain't catching me lacking. How about it? How about it? How about it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Do we have one more? more? Do you have one more? more? Alright. Alright, now I'm feeling it. I'm feeling good here. now. Let's go. You right. had the, the finger point. Yeah. You ain't. Alright, here we go. <clears throat> hey, you the ops for real. Excuse me? You the ops for real. You're the opposition for yes. real. <laughs> oh, so you're that's the op- okay. you the ops for real. All right. All right. All right. And the for real is just to like re- reinforce sure. it. Like sure. you, you see somebody doing something, it's kind of sneak this and it's kind of against what you're going for. Of course. Hey, yep. you're the ops for real. You're the ops. All right. <laughs> you're the ops for real. No. Worst ah. one yet. Worst one yet. Ah. You know what? Your ops are going to succeed. So let's <laughs> in that scenario. Let's uh, do the same exercise we did last time. You ain't this one. You, Yuda. Let's Yuda let's, let's let's, let's Yuda ops. Yuda ops. Yuda is one word. Not, not Yuda ops. Just Yuda. 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 All right. Let's try one more time. Yuda ops for real. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Here we go. Yes, sir. Here we go. Yes, sir. Go. Here we go. <laughs> Yeah. Damn right. All right. All right. I. You know what? I'm glad we did that. I feel yes. better about myself. Theo, well done. That's standing on Ben. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't ruin the moment. Don't do it. Yeah, 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 don't don't do it. Yeah. Maybe, maybe there's a future for the culture yet not being, uh, not, not being completely blown up. All the great things about the culture being blown up by white folks. I feel like yet. maybe we can come to a happy medium here. Yes. You know what? I feel like we, we helped society here today. Mm. Forget Eli Drinkwitz. I can help bridge the gap. Yes. All right. Yes. This is the dream we're talking about. <laughs> That's Theo Dorsey. That's Stone LeBanowitz. I'm Ken Levicka. Levicka, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Accident Attorney Studios. It's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 1063. Uh, Theo, if you could, could you inform the fine folks of Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast where they can go enjoy some football and some good old-fashioned American beer over the weekend? Oh, yeah. We got beer. We got two-for-one drinks. We've got all kinds of things going at 
Stuffy Sports Grill. But if you want some good beer, right? If you want some football action on a Sunday, the right play in your playbook this football season is the Bud Light Football Face-Off. Use your skills to compete for your chance to win the ultimate Bud Light prize package, which includes Bud Light swag and Dolphins tickets. Join ESPN West Palm and Bud Light this Sunday, November 19th at the Riverside Cafe in Vero Beach from 12 to 2 p.m. for your chance to win. You must be 21 plus. For official rules, visit ESPNWestPalmContest.com. Brought to you by Southern Eagle, who reminds you to drink responsibly. Uh, tonight, here on ESPN 106.3, right, Stone? We've got uh, we've got NFL tonight? Of course. Okay. Your home for Thursday Night Football is here on ESPN 106.3. You've got the Bengals. you got the Ravens. Attractive matchup. Al Michaels should be happy. Al Michaels will have a competitive game, in theory, against two competent teams. Here's my issue with tonight, and I'll be watching. I'll be watching. I mean, hell. I watched last week, and that was football dumpster fire. Yeah. Yeah, 7.30 we start. I can't quit it. 7.30 here on ESPN 106.3. The thing is, I don't know. I I, I don't know what these teams are. Uh, Last week, we're saying Ravens, 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 Ravens. Here they come, and then they collapse. The Browns win. I, 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 I feel discouraged about them. And then there's the Bengals who lose at home and were outplayed almost all 60 minutes by C.J. Stroud and the Texans. The, the, the Bengals are doing this weird start-stop thing. Mm. And even when they're going, they look flawed. Like, more flawed than the Chiefs. Like the Chiefs, because we don't see this explosive offense, I think I fall into this trap of, oh, they're flawed, they're flawed. I don't know if their lack of explosiveness offensively is going to translate as well as they have translated in the postseason this year. They got to get some of that stuff worked out. But like the Bengals, like the Chiefs find a way because that defense is awesome. Yeah. The Bengals are just so like, what are they? And Joe Burrow has been inconsistent at best. I don't know what these teams are. It's fascinating, but I have a hard time proclaiming that tonight is a barometer on who's an AFC title contender because there's a good chance neither of them are. Yeah, the biggest problem with the Bengals has been their defense has regressed. And I assume that Big Lou, their D coordinator, is going to get things together by playoff time. But in the regular season, they're going to be forced into a bunch of shootouts. And as many times as T. Higgins is sidelined and people know exactly what Joe Burrow wants to do, and that's drop back and throw it to yeah. number one, uh, that offense is easily figure outable. So they're going to be in shootouts, and you know what Joe Burrow wants to do. That seems to be the problem on that end. And then the Ravens, they, they're still a real serious yeah. title contender. Yeah. They just lost a close one in the division to a Browns team that's also really good. And it's just Deshaun the way they, they, they gave it away. Like yeah. They legitimately just threw up all over themselves. Uh, and, and it just sucks because Lamar had that terrible pick six that then yeah. opens up the floodgates of, see, 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 see. What's the, like earlier today, before the show started, Stone was saying, I am not putting a single cent on this game. I don't trust it. Why? Why? Why don't you trust it? It's just... Uh, I think you can make the argument that both teams could be favored, not that they should be favored. Like what is the line right now? Three, I don't know. three and a half. Three and a half Ravens. for the Ravens. Yeah, and, and so much money is being poured in on, on Cincinnati. Right? They think, oh my God, Joe Burrow's an underdog. His spread, uh, his against the spread record against opponents when he's an underdog is like 10 and three huh. since he's been in the league. So he's really good in that role. Um, I just want to know part of it. You have two really good teams. The total sits at 46 and a half. So it's depending on who can go get in that race to 30 and whatnot. I just want no part of it. I, I really don't. So if you're not going to put money on it, 
That's why you need to play it from a daily fantasy standpoint mm. with prize picks, which I'll be doing tonight. Use the promo code KLV if you haven't signed up yet. And if you haven't signed up yet, come on. What in God's name are you waiting for, man? It's the best daily fantasy. Double in your deposit up to $100 with the promo code KLV. That's prize picks. And it starts tonight, the NFL weekend. You can have a full-fledged prize picks paradise with tonight's NFL game. If you want to factor in some college football as well, if you want to factor in some NBA, NHL, you're all for it. Put in 20, chance to win a bunch of money. They're just trying to give you money. It's it's honestly the easiest daily fantasy to win. It's the best daily fantasy with the best, most organized app. It is prize picks. Promo code KLV, prize picks. Use the promo code KLV and get your deposit doubled up to 100 with prize picks. We're pushing all propaganda when we come back and joining the FAU football program is a pro football Hall of Famer. Who is it? We'll let Tom Herman tell you when the FAU head football coach joins us. That's Theo Dorsey. I'm Stone Labanowitz. He's Stone Labanowitz. I'm Ken Levicka. I'm not Stone Labanowitz. That's Joe Douglas. I'm Ken Levicka. That's Joe Douglas's <laughs> nephew, Stone Labanowitz. Uh, Levicka, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Florida Atlantic football needs to win out to become bowl eligible and for the first time in program history, a ranked team coming into FAU Stadium in the regular season. It is 24th ranked Tulane taking on Florida Atlantic Saturday noon kickoff. Howard Schnellenberger Field at FAU Stadium, 866-FAU-ALLS-FAU-SPORTS.COM. Get your tickets. I'll be on the call on the FAU Sports Media Network. Here to talk about that and a plethora of other topics is our guy. He is Haggerty Family Head Coach Tom Herman with us here on Lavica Theo, and Stone. Coach, as always, thanks for hanging out with us. And uh, I, I just wanted to start with this because uh, some big news last night, a, a pro football Hall of Famer is joining your staff. He's a Boca Raton resident. Chris Carter is now on the FAU staff. Uh, the title is Executive Director of Player Engagement. First off, if you could give us a little bit of an insight into your relationship with Chris Carter, and then what exactly uh, is going to be expected of uh, of Chris under that job title? Well, I, I don't know a whole lot about titles, so uh, I'm, I'm probably not, not the one to ask, but uh, we, we felt uh, it, tongue in cheek, it, it it sounded pretty important, uh, which which he is. Um, but I, my relationship with him, you know, I found out. Uh, unfortunately, I had to find out on your show that Ariana Grande is is a Boca resident. I had to find out from our our team psychologist that that uh, Chris Carter is because uh, she works out with him, and uh, she said, uh-huh. "Would you like me to introduce you to?" And I said, "Of course." And uh, we spoke, and you know, immediately, having been doing this a long time, and meeting and talking to a lot of people you just you know it when you see it and from that meeting i i had him come speak to the team which he did for about 10 15 minutes and just blew everybody away and we spoke literally later that that afternoon and i said chris i i want to make this more with, with you being here in town and he said man I, I i've been thinking the same thing i've been feeling that calling being in front of the team and talking to him uh, meant a lot to me i'd like to travel a lot less to make a living uh, and be, be around my, my family a little bit more. And so we just kind of brainstormed a little bit and, you know, he's best friends with Troy Vincent at the NFL uh, office and who, who does so much for, for the players and former players in that league. And so we're, we've got big, big plans on this. I think both of them have already named it hometown heroes and plan on hoping 
to, to make this kind of uh, a pilot program, if you will, to, to get uh, NFL alum, uh, hopefully in every Division One building in, in some capacity. And, uh, you know, his job here is going to be, you know, basically mentoring our players and, and providing them with, with an unbelievable uh, example of, of, of how to do things. And, and not only that, but he can – he can say things uh, to, to them that, that maybe a coach sure. uh, can't in, in a way that a coach can't and um, really be, uh, you know, hit them square between the eyes, I like to say. And uh, when when a Hall of Famer tells you you're, you're not doing something up to, to our standard, your ears perk up because he has no – he's not going to get hired and fired whether we win or lose. You know, he, he has no – this is not personal for him. This is truly a, a way for him to – to be involved with our team and, and help our team. And, and I think our players know that, that, um, you know, when, when he talks, it ain't, it's not BS and, and it's coming from a place of uh, an unmatched experience. Not a lot of uh, buildings in college football with an NFL Hall of Famer rolling through on a daily basis, and FAU is going to have that in Chris Carter here, the new executive director of player engagement there in Boca Raton. Here with FAU head coach Tom Herman, Lavica Theo, and Stone here on ESPN 106.3. I, I got to be honest, I have no idea what the hell that was the last two days from a weather standpoint. I, I, I've gone through countless tropical storms and hurricanes down here, coach, in 20 years, and that's the most I've, powerful. I've, like, I've lived here 11 months, and, it, and I. I, I, I had finally gotten used to, okay, it storms for a couple hours, uh-huh. and then it stops. And then all of a sudden, now it's raining for 48 hours straight, and the winds are 50 miles an hour. You, you guys had me fooled. Yeah, it, it was, this was crazy. Like, for it to not have a name and not technically be classified as a tropical storm, this is the most po- uh, powerful tropical storm I've experienced in, in 20 years down here. How did you guys navigate that practice-wise, preparing for Tulane on Saturday? Oh man. Uh, well, um, you know, we, we're, we're still playing catch up a little bit, yeah. you know, our, our, uh, uh, in conference, uh, the other team in our conference, uh, that's in our state, uh, they, they opened up a brand new indoor. So we're, we're working really hard to, to get an indoor facility here. Uh, we don't have one right now. Unfortunately, we, we also don't have, um, any even, um, you know, usable AstroTurf or, or synthetic turf. So we, we were on the grass off on Wednesday uh, trying to get third down and, and short yardage in. Luckily, uh, we, we practiced in the mornings, and uh, it, it was about as light as it, it, it was in the 48 hours and the, the two hours that we're on the field. But I think our kids handled it really, really well. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we got some really good work in, and I, I was surprised at, at how well they handled it, you know, because it was – it was not comfortable being out there for two hours and in, in that stuff, but uh, we got our work done and because uh, we, we had to, because uh, we knew Tulane was going to be practicing on a Wednesday as well, and, sure. and we had to get our work in somehow, some way. So, uh, as I said before, uh, before you jumped on here, got to win out for bowl eligibility. Everything is so critical. You have a ranked team, the defending American Athletic Conference champions coming in, won the New York's uh, New Year's Six against USC uh, last season, and uh, they're in line for uh, uh, playing for another American championship. Uh, how do you, you guys uh, rally up and obviously behind the eight ball here with the weather down here and, uh, and give Tulane a big-time scare on, uh, on Saturday? Well, I, I think... Um, Really, nothing, nothing a whole lot about Tulane this week, Ken. You know, mm-hmm. this, this is about us, uh, about, you know, the, the leaders on this team putting a stake in the ground and saying enough's enough. You know, we, we've got a, 
a lot of guys on this team doing things the right way and, and doing them uh, consistently. But but football, you need you need more than just a lot. You you need damn near everybody. And um, you know we we've got to improve our level of preparation uh, so that when when Saturday rolls around uh, and we're playing a really good team, uh, we're confident in that training because we should be. Uh, we we've got talented enough players that if if we play to the level uh, of our abilities to play play the way that we're coached. Uh, to play, then um, you know we'll, we'll have every chance in the world, especially against a two-lane team that uh, you know they're nine and one for a reason. Uh, however, you know they, they've had some close calls here. They, they've had teams, you know, they've been up 21, 28, I think, on some teams, and and have squeaked by with two, three-point wins. So um, we're going to keep playing, knowing it's a four-quarter game, and uh, you know the not really being so beholden on maybe the, the scoreboard outcome, but about uh, the, the process and the preparation, you know, this entire week leading into it. It's one fifty six. I want to make sure I, I have uh, <laughs> enough time yeah. uh, to, to answer any more questions. Yeah, I, I do have one more here. And again, <laughs> FAU number 24, Tulane Saturday. Uh, coach is a professional and cognizant of our clock Love here. Uh, just real quick, uh, Steelers special teams coach Danny Smith tore his rotator cuff being hit on the sideline. Final play of the game, Steelers-Packers on Sunday. Uh, have you taken an injury hit <laughs> at any point in your coaching career on the sideline? Ne- never injured to the point where, like, uh, I, I needed a surgery or a sling or a brace of, of any kind, but uh, I, I've been knocked around a, a bit down there uh, before. It, it certainly doesn't feel good. That, that's why you got to stay light on your feet. Yep. When you see it coming, man, the best thing to do is jump. You, you may you may hit the ground hard, but it, it's better than your near ankle going. I can promise you that. Uh, in 2009, uh, we opened FAU Open at Nebraska, and Howard Schnellenberger took the biggest hit I've ever seen a head coach take on the sideline when tumbling backwards three different times in his three-piece suit. Rusty Smith, former FAU quarterback, Tennessee Titan, tried to help him up, and in true Howard fashion, he goes, get the bleep off of me. And that was the end of Rusty Smith yeah. trying to uh, help <laughs> proud Howard Schnellenberger up off the turf there uh, in Lincoln. Coach, really appreciate Looking forward to uh, to seeing the guys Saturday against Tulane, and uh, we'll talk to you prior to that noon kickoff, okay? Appreciate you guys. Go out. That is FAU head coach, Haggerty family head coach, Tom Herman, FAU, 24th ranked Tulane, noon Saturday in Boca, 866-FAU-ALS-FAUsports.com. We're back tomorrow, kiddos. We'll have a good Friday fun time. That's Theo, that's Stone. I'm Ken. Bye-bye.